So welcome to the show. Welcome for joining us. We appreciate your time and being here with us. Uh, We are grateful for that. And we wanted to share our experiences when we went to Arizona Mm -hmm. recently. Uh, We felt a pull Mm -hmm. to go to Arizona. I've been hearing that all of 2020, actually. Yes. And we finally got around to doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. We just got up. Actually, uh, I got up one day. I said, you know what, babe, we going. I, I said, you sure? I said, book the trip. Book it. Mm-hmm. We're ready. Okay. She like, I don't know, you know, man. Just book it. I don't want to hear it. Just book it. I'm so glad we went. Yeah. She booked it, and we decided to go, and we went. Yes. And, yeah, so we're going to talk about that today, some of the things that we experienced, we learned. So we went to Arizona, and we when we got there, it was beautiful weather, mm. 70 degrees. Yes. When we left, it was like 30 in Chicago. <laughs> it was snowing. <laughs> yes. It was cold. But uh, it's funny how when you get into a different environment, mm-hmm. a different element, mm-hmm. it, everything completely changes. Mm-hmm. Even your 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 own energy, your own thing that you got going on within you, the sun, you know, from a cloudy, gloomy mm-hmm. uh, environment mm-hmm. to a sunny, shiny yeah. place. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel better. Yes. And that gave us a chance to rejuvenate uh, and get back into the flow of things. Yeah, come back and get ready for 2021. Yes. <laughs> so what was the first thing we did, baby, when we got there? Do you remember? No, I don't. Okay, we went to... Well, actually, we were trying to... Uh, uh, decide what we were going to do because right, right. this was like when I tell you this was a spare of the moment thing we just went mm-hmm. and I kind of liked it like that I, yeah. I know sometimes and sometimes you, know, you need to do that in life yeah sometimes you need to plan and sometimes you need to just follow yourself and just go give balance yes and that's what we did we went and so when I when we got there um <laughs> I looked up this place I said things to do in Arizona yeah and I think we flew in from Midway to Phoenix. Yes. Was it? Sky Harbor Yes. Airport. But we stayed in Scottsdale. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. Yes. My gosh. You had mansions in the mountains. Yes. And the resort was very beautiful. Oh, the Love hotel. No, but I'm talking yeah. about when we were driving oh, yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, we're looking at, first of all, you're in a valley of mountains. Mm-hmm. And it was just so beautiful. The colors, mm. the sun, the reds, the oranges, the yellows. And I the love yellows. the earth tones. It was, yes, the earth tones. It's like 
uh, and I know Nikki talked about, or uh, yeah, we had talked about this, where she talks about this land is like, it really hasn't been touched on, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just rock. Right. You know, so not too many people have gone there and tainted it with their mm. with their energies. So it just gave mm. off its natural energy. Mm. But like I was saying, there was houses built into the mountains. Yes. And I'm like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. I had personally never seen nothing like, like mm-hmm. that. I had actually spoke to uh, one of my friends. His name is Jeff. Uh he told me we had to go to Sedona. Yeah. Well, we that had... was that was on my list anyway to go to. Yes. But, I, I mean, he, he gave us a little bit of background, a little bit of history. If we wanted to have dinner, where to go eat, you know, stuff like that. Uh, which we actually deviated a little bit from his plan and we kind of did our own thing. Well, I mean, I was going there with the plan already in mind. Because, again, I was hearing and feeling a pull to go to Arizona. Um, I, I, you always hear me talk about, even more so talk about, um, the spiritual world. And I was hearing from my sense, um, to go to Arizona and to particularly go to Sedona. Yes. So that was part of my plan. But we actually, the first thing we did was we decided to go to this place called a hole in the rock. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I looked it up, I'm like, hey, babe, let's check this out. It's not too far from us. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Take a ride over there and see what it's about. Mm-hmm. So we went and did our little exploration because mm-hmm. we love to explore yes. and to dive into new things, mm-hmm. not just to go relax and kick our feet up. Which is but okay we like to sometimes. go learn yeah. Yeah. and just yeah. uh, come to new levels of consciousness and awareness mm-hmm. of things in the world. And how God, we believe, is in everything. Yes. And there's a lesson in everything. It sure is. Every animal, every rock, every pebble, everything. And that is that is the true definition of mysticism itself. Um, mystical experiences is seeing the the spiritual um, oh, in, in everything. Well, it's actually everything. becoming one with everything. Yes. Uh, yes. So, you know, we're a part of this cosmic universe. Mm-hmm. We're part of this earth. We're part of Arizona. We're part of, you're part of me. I'm part of you. We're mm-hmm. all in this whole entity we call life and we're all sharing it with other people on the planet. Which I think the planet earth is our home. Yes. It's not just where, uh, you know, you may live in Chicago or Phoenix, Arizona in the home or what you call the home or a house. The earth it's, it's like it's a body. It's kind of yes, like our, our, yes, our body. Yes, we're all part of the one. If we really understood that, oh my God, would that be a, a different world? So let's just go on to talk about some the of the hole things in the we rock. did. Yes. We went to the hole in the rock. Mm-hmm. So we drove up to, uh, what, what was the name of the park? Papago. Papago Park, <laughs> yes. Which is, that's where Hole in the Rock is. Yes. And we decided to drive up there. We drove over there. It's beautiful over there. And we get there and we see like this big, huge mountain of a rock. Over 200 something feet. Yes. Over 200 feet. There go my baby with her facts again because <laughs> she loves giving facts. <laughs> That's okay. I don't need to know the facts. I just go. I just, I, I want to give a vision, a visual of this rock that we okay. had to climb. Okay. So the reason they call it a hole in the rock mm-hmm. is because there is a hole in the middle of the rock. At the top. At the top. And you can climb up the rock or mm-hmm. this mountain and walk through the hole. On the backside. And you get a whole view mm-hmm. of Arizona, the mm-hmm. landscape. Or Phoenix. 
Phoenix. Yeah, well, you, I'm talking about the landscape, mm-hmm. everything, as far as you can see, as far right. as your eyes can see, because you might see a mile, I might only see a half mile. Mm-hmm. So we all see our landscape, and it was so beautiful. It was like the energy up there was mm. so weird, but we had something uh, unorthodox happen to us as we were walking. And we live for the live beyond moments. Yes, and this is part of one of the reasons because we believe in many reasons why uh, we were being pulled towards Arizona. But one of the reasons was we had an encounter with another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Virginia. Um, we were walking up the mountain, and her and another person were walking behind us. And I stopped, and I said, hey, babe, let me get a picture of you right here. And, of course, like many people, you know, that are... Uh, see two couples walking together. They ask, "Hey, you might, you know, we'll take a picture of both of you if you want." Mm-hmm. Well, she decided to ask us if she wanted uh, to take a picture of both of us, right, babe? Mm-hmm. And uh, she took the picture, mm-hmm. but then she commenced to have a conversation, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Now, go on and talk about this conversation a little bit, and I'll intervene while you explain it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> when she gave me the, the phone back, she looked at my wrist. I had a wrist that Dino, uh, on my wrist, um, I had something that Dino had bought me. It's a bracelet with the Hamasa sign. Um, and, and in different cultures, that means a sign of God and different things. Um, so look that up. Google it when you get a chance. Um, research it for yourself. The Hamasa, if I'm saying that right right now. So describe anyway, what it looks like, baby. It's the hand. Um, if you see, oh, um, it's, it's the hand up. It's like the eye of God and, again, the hand of God. So the, anyway, that that was on my bracelet. But it has an eye on it, baby. Oh, yes, yeah, it has yeah. an eye. Thank you. Yeah. It has an eye in the middle of it. Yes. Um, and it's kind of similar to the all-seeing eye of, of um, I, or Osiris. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mixing up my facts right now because I don't want to mix it up. But anyway, getting back to the story. She saw my bracelet. She touched my bracelet. And she said, you're a psychic or a medium, aren't you? And I just looked at her. I don't deem and call myself a psychic. I call myself with a, I call myself a person with foresight. Um, or spiritual seeing, um, visions, and um, spiritual hearing. So we okay. went on to have a conversation about that. Okay, stop right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I want to intervene right here because this blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know your gifts. I know mm-hmm. what you what you're capable of, and I know you know what goes on in our home. But it blew me away that she knew. That you had this gift. Mm-hmm. And that's why she asked you. But how did she connect with you? Uh, the way it happened just... And you and, and, and I told this story to one of my friends. And he was like, get out of here. And I'm like, no. And this is why I want to say that there are greater things in this world that God has given us. That if we open up to, it will be seen. Mm-hmm. It will be shown to us. But because a lot of times we are close to it mm-hmm. uh, through beliefs that we've been conditioned or cultivated on, um, it will not become a reality because of the fact that we don't believe in it. Yes. And that's why it doesn't manifest or it seems like such a a oddity or something that's so untrue to them 
but it's not an untruth to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when I seen that, and she, I, I said, okay, something's happening here because she just asked you right in your face, quick, mm-hmm. are you a medium? Mm-hmm. And what was your response? Well, actually, she proclaimed it. <laughs> yes. She said, you're a psychic or a medium, So it was you? more of a statement. Yes. Okay. Which, you know what, sweetheart? Um, like you say, if anything, or or of the many lessons, because there's multiple lessons. That's how God and the universe works in multitudes, you know, because that's how we evolve, right? Um, nothing that's never singular with the divine. It is always plural. So... Us going to even to Arizona, me having the pull, the hearing, because I hear from my right to go to Arizona. That was, yes, one of the many lessons or things to happen, one of the events to unfold and to proclaim in what I am. And Dino knows this. We have spoke of this uh, many times here. Um, and I know I know what I've been hearing. And I and when I say what I am, I know that I have had this gift um, since my birth and before my birth, right? Because I believe that we are spirits that come, you know, as we heard others say, to have the human experience. And we choose to come down here to fulfill a contract. And that's in one of my books, Black Girl Gone Guru. And um, more as I become or become of who I am, um, the unfolding of me, uh, the layers, the old layers yes. of who I was and how I yes. thought uh, fall off. And I have become more accepting of the gift of the spiritual seeing, the spiritual hearing. Right. And my husband, which I am so grateful for, has helped me with that. Like, you know, be Nikki, be proud of that, you know, stand in, in that. Yes. So going there and hearing her say that, even just that one sentence, though we had talked to her for some, you know, time after that, but that one sentence to hear her say that and proclaim it, I I felt it was a divine giving yes. me a message and waking me up and telling me who you are. So well, it's I'm it's almost confirming sometimes uh, what you know to be true, mm-hmm. and sometimes we need something tangible and something real mm-hmm. that helps you with the belief because it helped me to even to have more belief mm-hmm. in the divine because how can she connect on a spirit level with you? See, obviously something had to tell her mm-hmm. something told her when she touched your bracelet. Um, you're a medium. Mm-hmm. So something in her. So obviously she was some type of medium too. Also, or she was uh, somehow... Or aware of it, of what it is. Right. So, uh, it, but she did mention, she goes, it's funny because I always attract mediums. Mm-hmm. So, um, she's very open to it. And then she looks at me, and then she says, you're very open. Mm-hmm. And I saw that in a good way and in a bad <laughs> way. And, I, and I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Um, sometimes being open is you're inviting to things mm-hmm. in your life, mm-hmm. good or bad. Yes, and, and that's why, you know, I, I, I 
my um let's say analogy or the way that I um hmm I define or look at things of how we allow people into our our home and I, what I mean by not only our physical home or the house that you know has drywall and a roof on top of but even our home the body because that is yes. our true home yes you know and then we just have these other homes that we call and then mother earth is the ultimate home down here so um so I like to say that it's like a vampire you know so when you know you watch the vampire movies and you you see them standing at the door <laughs> And they're like, and they're telling a person or they're waiting for them to invite them in. Mm. And that's the only way that they could come with is with the allowance. And and stop right there. Since, since you said they're going to invite you in, mm-hmm. but they will invite you. They, they are sending signals for mm-hmm. you to invite them in, mm-hmm. in a deceptive way. Yes. So they'll use it to say, <laughs> hey, yeah, it, you know, like they're putting that intention, invite me in knowing they're not good for you. Right. <laughs> you understand? So, and this is why it's not good to be open without the awareness exactly of what you're allowing yes. into or what you could possibly allow into your life yeah yeah because you just don't you know even with the physical door right you come into your house you know you leave the door open like you know like i would say to you babe you know close the door even if it's for a few minutes we're allowing you know flies and anything else in so that's why we even lock our physical door on the house right so just it's not showing that it is an invitation for anyone to come in right Mm -hmm. now on the other side of the door you can be too closed Mm -hmm, and not allow anything in. Right, right. And you're stuck in your own way. Mm -hmm. You're stuck in your bubble. You're stuck in your, so. And that creates stagnation, even creates stagnation, stagnation in the, in the soul, you know? So think about it when a house again, right? So let's picture that. And that's the reason why I, you know, when I awake in the morning, physically awake, I open windows to allow and open, you know, open the windows to allow new air, fresh air in. Yes. When we keep our physical windows and doors closed, that's why it's really, really good, you all, to live in a place that has as many windows or if you have a door where there's a screen, you know, right? So you can allow fresh air, air in because that helps with circulation, right? And it allows, again, new air to come into even to our lungs because if we are breathing say for example you're in a house that's filled with smoke and i mean smoke from cigarettes toxicity it, right it is toxic um i mean even surgeon general says there's different chemicals in in this that are in a cigarette so if you allowing that to stay in the home it sticks to the walls, right? Mm. Sticks to the walls, the curtains, your mm, your furniture. So it makes a difference even if you are that person that you might live in your house, but you choose not to really smoke in your house. So you might open a window or a door mm-hmm. to blow the smoke out so it doesn't stay stuck in your home. So that's, that's what I got. That's the lesson or the revelation that I got. Because after we went back to the room, I mm-hmm. remember I talked to you about that. I'm like... Why did she say I was open? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that made me question myself. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing or a bad mm-hmm. thing? And it's kind of like it's both, mm-hmm. you know, but with through consciousness and awareness, mm-hmm. you have to be 
mindful of mm -hmm. what could possibly enter yes. into you. So you actually both talked about that a little bit. Remember mm -hmm. she said um, about allowing a bad spirit mm -hmm. even to come into you mm -hmm. because you're inviting it or you're open. And that like made me realize, okay, there's, there's not just good spirits out here. There's, oh, no. There's bad spirits out oh. here that we can invite into us. Yes. And, and they come just as cunning, more cunning than um, than the, the good spirits. But they're both living in their purposes, right? So, again, talking about movies because I am a big movie buff. And if you really get a good movie, a good movie is not only just, you know, the actors, because the actors are just portraying what the writers and the, the direction of the director and everybody had a part to play, putting that together to put. And I believe a good movie has many lessons in it. So you want to talk about going, going back to vampire movies, right? And many vampire movies, you will see the, the, um, the the woman the um say for example True Blood the show we used to watch right mm -hmm. which I love and you you had the main character um, Suki I believe her name was and she you know lived a small town girl didn't really know nothing but what was going on in that part of uh, Louisiana and then you have these very well aware of the world and how it works, the vampires, because they live thousands of years. And you had the good good vampires, Bill, vampire Bill, and you had the bad ones, you know, Eric Nortman and so forth. So with knowing um, this, um, that there were these different types of vampires, uh, they knew how to get to her, mm. to, to do things, to do their bidding. And that's how the spirit... So to make her, or to influence her to do their will. Yes, because, again, you know, whether Vampire Bill was a couple hundred years old, Eric Norman, I believe, was at least a thousand, so he had, you know, even more a uh, knowledge. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. A, knowledge, a lot of experience of how the world works. Yes. And when you know that, like you were saying earlier about somebody that's open, the too open. That's how I see a Suki, cause she was almost like a child, mm -hmm. and and that's how ch children are. They're very open in there, cause they're like sponges waiting to receive, you know, what they're seeing the adults do, cause that's, that's how they learn. That's true. But you know, uh, and they can learn, you know, the good and the bad stuff from right. the, the adults, and. With that, it's it could be the naiveness, yes. you know, when you're too open. But as you grow older, and when we grow older, I mean, not older, but be, become more seasoned, as me and Dino like to say. Um, because there's a difference between being seasoned and becoming older. So as you grow, as you mature, you, are, you have taken on many experiences, hopefully. Yes. And you, because I'm going to tell you something. The Nikki of today is totally uh, different from the Nikki of 20 years ago because I have, over 20-something years, I have gained more experiences. So uh, what I might have thought, would, again, like a sookie, like at 20-something, oh, yeah, you know, this seems cool just because somebody tell me. The Nikki of today be like, oh, I don't know about that. I, I, I'm going to have to think, right. think about that. Everybody's... <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy theorist, you're like everyone. Now you got a conspiracy thought. I mean, mine now, baby. Well, you gotta 
take chance, you know, because yeah. like we talked about another episode of conscious thinking, right. you know, when you're new to things, you're you're more open. Yes. And when you again been around the world for a while, like an Eric Norman has, it's like, nah, I I know how this stuff stuff work. I didn't probably seen it twenty times over. So right. let me not be open to this, but I might be open to something else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we we met her. Uh, we talked a little bit. We exchanged uh, numbers and. We would be reaching out to her or she would be reaching out to us. And we created a connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we continued up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went inside or we actually climbed. And, babe, man, man, I'm I'm out of shape. Mm-hmm. I'm just being for real. <laughs> you know. At 14. Right. It is what it is, but yeah. we still went anyway. We didn't it, it let it stop It brings awareness. Us. It brings yes. awareness. Yes. Yeah. So we climbed up the mountain. We went up there. Uh we saw these figures on the mountain mm-hmm. that somebody had put up there and uh it was like rocks were stacked mm-hmm. M- remember the rocks were stacked yeah. up on 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 top of that mm-hmm. and we actually seen a movie that they had done the same thing where they stacked rocks on top of rocks like a little small pile mm-hmm. um i don't know what the significance of that was but it was pretty cool looking, mm-hmm. and nobody touched it. Nobody wanted to go near. No. It. Nobody wanted to knock it over. Yeah, you know, right? It was kind of funny. But um, what did you experience? How did you feel when you went up on top of the mountain, hon? It get it, 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 a reminder that you can have a different view of mm, things. Yes. That um, what is that that story about? That I think is um something about a turtle has a view, you know, because they're on land and then the an eagle or a bird goes above yes. and they might have a different view yes. of things. Yes. yes. I felt re-energized. Mm-hmm. I felt uh the weather, the the rocks, the different scenery, the different mental pictures that mm-hmm. we were putting in our mind, mm-hmm. you know, the different environment, different people. And also I, I, I do want to share while we were up there, um you actually did something that I was really proud of you, where you spoke mm. to another woman. I forgot about that. And um, actually, you started to hear something from the other side, mm-hmm. the spirit realm, mm-hmm. to give a message to another young lady. Mm-hmm. Okay? And because I was trying to talk to you, and you were waving your hand at me, telling me to be quiet, because you were hearing something, and you needed to tell her or give her a message. Right. So share share some of that, babe. Well, um. I- I'm okay, so I'm not gonna share her message because that was something that was for her, but I will share that. So, what I have said before, which is this is what happens I hear from my right, um, and I call from hearing from my right, I know that there are three entities in the spiritual world that speak to me to my right, um. And when they tell me something, and sometimes this could be just what they know because they're in the spiritual world. And the spiritual world has a different, um, it, it just operates different than the physical world, right? In the physical world, we are more blocked. So it could be just from what they know in the spiritual world, world or the conversations that the guides, because we all have spirits with us, whether good and bad, um, that you know, that are talking to us too, right? So they could have communicated with the spiritual guides or the spiritual entities around her 
and told me this, this message. And they told me to go to her. So mm-hmm. I went to her and what I don't believe in forcing anything on anybody. I requested, I, or I should I say, I asked her, is she open to hearing a message? Okay, stop right there. Mm-hmm. Is she open mm-hmm. to hear a message? <laughs> now let's relate that to what she told the the uh, Virginia told mm-hmm. me that I was open, mm-hmm. right? So and that you means, think it could be too, you know, too open or sometimes right? But open is receiving, right? Right. So and like I said earlier about being not open. Mm-hmm. She was not open. Mm-hmm. And I say that, I don't mean that in a bad way mm-hmm. or in a good way. Mm-hmm. But the fact that sometimes, like a bee comes and pollinates an open flower, she was not willing to receive a message because of possibly how she's been conditioned to think that uh, to hear someone just approach her out of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, to give her a message from the other side could possibly not I, I don't know mm-hmm. she thinks it's evil mm-hmm. she thinks it's bad mm-hmm. she thinks it's something demonic um which like we just talked about because sometimes you if you're open you can invite something good mm-hmm. or something bad right so i'm that's why i'm not saying she was right, right. or wrong mm-hmm. is just where she was at mm-hmm. in her present state of mind well it, it has i mean it does when you hear the word psychic medium, and I'm not saying or trying to beat up those people who choose to call themselves psychic or medium. That's their choice. I just choose to to call myself different. And sometimes it is the labels that the labels that are put on something, um, and the bad um, the bad connotation that come with it. And that's from from those who don't know or have had an, an unfortunate bad experience. Right. And that's that's not what it is. Even for myself, when years ago was I when I was not accepting of my own gift, I I did one of the reasons why I did that was because I didn't want somebody to say, "Oh my God, that's one of them psychics. That's one of them evil doers, and that's not true. You know, and and again, this is my truth, my experience. I am not purposely looking to to bring harm to no one. And just like I said earlier, of those people that are cunning, the the evil side um, can sit up there and portray that they are doing good and actually be doing bad. So... I feel like when we put labels on things, bad labels, um, it I do I believe we're doing it in in a way that or we're doing a disservice to what we could like Dino said possibly know of. And the spiritual world is bigger than all of us, right? And, and we don't we, understand it, and we don't understand that. That's it. That's exactly it. People put labels on something. They demean things they do not understand. Or are afraid of. Think about X-Men. And we're going to talk about that in a minute when we talk about superpowers. Think about X-Men. And, and again, I'm a, a, a big movie lover. And the lessons in that. Especially fan, um, fantasy, sci-fi. In X-Men, you had Magneto and um, Professor X. But you had the mutants, right? Why were people so adamant about 
about destroying, um, imprisoning, uh, um, putting in prison the, the mutants because they had these um, powers. But that's who they were. And because the other people, which many more people did not have the powers that they had, they deemed them bad people. No, it's not that they deemed them bad people. Mm-hmm. They deemed them as a threat. Yes, a as threat. a threat. There you go. And when somebody is a threat <laughs> to your life, or you so-called perceive someone to be mm-hmm. a threat, mm-hmm. you're going to do anything to tarnish. Yes. Or because you're not the same like uh-huh. like, like that person, yeah. or they're not like you, yeah. and they feel threatened mm-hmm. instead of being enlightened mm-hmm. by the situation. That, I'm so glad you said that, and that makes me think of, okay, so you hear of the even the term witches and, and sorcery, and I know in different um, texts it says not to engage in that. But we all, but it also in these same texts is saying to be where weary of false prophets mm-hmm. because we have prophet, you know, in, in, in one, um, religion, Christ, Christianity, right. You have those in, in, in this, another religion, just one of them, but prophets, right. You have good prophets and you have bad prophets just as well as you have those who call themselves witches that are good witches and bad witches. It's always but they're not going to come on and say, I'm a no, witch. Right. They're not going to come on well, and say, I'm a, I'm a prophet. Right. And, and why don't they? Because of, again, the bad, t- um, labels in the indoctrination of uh, different people saying that all of it is bad. Okay. And it's like, it, again, we, we're not opening ourselves to even understand it or to research for ourselves. For ourselves. And if you do the research, those who were deemed witches were, you know, some of them actually just had a gift and it, and it was meant to help people. You cannot help who you are, mm-hmm. Nikki. I cannot help who I am. Mm-hmm. People cannot help what they are mm-hmm. or what they're becoming. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn to just accept what people are mm-hmm. and the role that they're playing mm-hmm. in their own life. But you get to choose right. how what role they play in your life. Mm-hmm. It's that when you allow someone else to play that role in your life that is detrimental to you, mm-hmm. then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. So. You asked the young lady, were you willing to receive a message? Mm-hmm. She said, no, no, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was proud of you because of the fact that you didn't allow her rejection to stop you from being obedient to yourself. Yes. That's very important. And since we're bringing this up, I do want to share a story with myself that something similar happened to me years ago. I'm talking about maybe like, I don't know, about 15 years ago, maybe, maybe more. I was in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. eating breakfast in a restaurant Mm -hmm. and the waitress approaches the table and says to me, hi, how are you? I said, I'm fine. How are you? Mm -hmm. And she says, uh, Hey, um, were you really close with your grandfather? And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are you asking me this question for? You know, so I was kind of baffled. So she says, um, oh, so I responded and said, yes. And I'm just like responding without even consciously thinking. I'm just like, okay, I want to hear what this person has to say. Mm -hmm. 
So in retrospect, I was open mm-hmm. to what she had to say. Mm-hmm. Not like the other young lady. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she says to me, um, your grandfather. I said, yes. She said, do you know how he transitioned? And I said, well, he was in the hospital. He passed away in the hospital. So uh, <laughs> that's all I knew, mm-hmm. you know. So she says, mm, no, she goes, I... I, I see water. I see, like, you know, did he drown? Mm-hmm. I said, drown? I said, no, he was in the hospital. He, he didn't drown. You know, like, now I'm starting to think, like, okay, lady, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Why are you coming up here telling me this? Mm-hmm. You know, but this is what I was thinking in my head. Mm-hmm. So then she proceeds to say, well, he asked me to give you a message. And then I'm like, what? Like, he's not here. And she says, he told me to tell you that he's with you and he loves you and he's watching you. Mm -hmm. And Nikki, when I tell you the hairs on my arms stood up, I felt like, I I can't even explain it, but I felt something real that she was telling me because she was asking me all these questions and they were kind of true except for the drowning part. So I go back to my room, call my mother. And my mom, who's a very religious person, I told her what this young lady said to me. And uh, like we just talked about the conditioning of, oh, you're not supposed to be talking to, to, the, to the dead, mm-hmm. you know, to people on the other side and stuff like that. And, I'm, and I was conditioned that way, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I said, well, besides that, let, let me ask you a question. How did my grandfather pass? She said, in the hospital. I mm-hmm. said, that's what I told her. Mm-hmm. I said... But she kept saying that he drowned. Mm-hmm. And she's, and then my mom was like, says, well, he did die of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So you being a nurse, babe, what happens when you die of pneumonia? Well, um, with him, because I know you had said that your father, I mean your grandfather, fluid had built up in his lungs. And that could happen from pneumonia. And, and like what the woman told you uh, was about drowning that's what people don't understand when someone whether they call itself a psychic you know or someone gives a vision they say something like that and you might think oh it, it has to be just one thing um it has to be that you know he, it was in a pool on a big body of water but actually that's what happens when people have fluid buildup it's like their body is drowning in its own fluid. water in the lungs mm-hmm. so he drowned yeah, exactly and when she told me that, I knew something is bigger than us, mm-hmm. through us, mm-hmm. in this earth, yes. in the world, in the universe. Mm-hmm. We might not understand it. We might try to label it that it's evil. We might try to, you know, put a put labels on it, like mm-hmm. I said. But I don't care what nobody says. Mm-hmm. She was on point. Mm-hmm. She was real, what she said. What told her? I don't know. I can't explain it. That's not for me to understand. Mm-hmm. I just received the message. Mm-hmm. So I even talk to my grandfather every so often, you know, when I when it comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my grandfather's nickname was Boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't ask me why, but, um, mm. <laughs> you know, we used to call him Boy. And I talk to him once in a while because I feel that, we can commune with our ancestors mm-hmm. and our spirits. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, that's kind of what you did to that young lady, but mm-hmm. she wasn't willing to receive yeah. the message, right. which could have been a blessing mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. But she or, in, or anybody has to be open to it. And that's open their enough. that's their right. Mm-hmm. That's their right, right to be able to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. That's her will. Mm-hmm. And you didn't try to impede her will by forcefully telling her something that she was not ready to receive like we do in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Because I also want to touch on, you talked about false prophets and and stuff like that and magic spells and, Mm -hmm. you know. Let me tell you something. People out there, we are constantly casting spells. Hello. On people. Yes. In bad ways, bad intentions, Mm -hmm. speaking death on them. Yep. And you don't even realize you're doing it. Yep. But yet you want to condemn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something that you do not Not understand. understand. And you're doing and are the very same thing Mm -hmm. that you are trying to preach against. Yes. And that's why, you know, and I say this and Dino heard me say this, that there are more people working for the opposite side. You know, sometimes you think you're working for the light side. But and you're working for the other side because you are under the spell of it that it has uh, manipulated you enough, influenced you enough to make you think what you're doing is good. And anytime you are bringing harm uh, to an, to another, that is working for the other side. Though, yeah. Okay. And, and and most people speak incantations. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nikki. Some of the things that I hear that are repeated. Mm-hmm. They're conditioned to say these things. Mm-hmm. They're not even speaking from a place of truth. No, from themselves. All they're doing is repeating paste. what they're hearing Buddha say. They're hearing what people are saying in the Torah mm-hmm. or in the Quran, in the in the Torah, mm-hmm. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They're repeating scriptures. They're repeating it's, things. It's not authentic. That is a conditioning. Yeah. Let us learn to speak the word through the source. Mm-hmm. Straight from the head down to the tail, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. <laughs> but we're actually repeating things other people are saying and don't even realize yes, it. Yes, yes. So that that was an awakening. That was an awakening for us to go to, to Arizona um, to, um, not yes, uh, different lessons. One, to get uh, reassurance, to get confirmation that we were on the right track. And that's another thing that me and Dino sees all the time is the numbers 1111. I'm not going to get too much into it right now, but we want you guys to look it up for yourself, which you should always research and um, do things. Google your life. And then when I mean Google your life, even when somebody tell you something, you should question it because if we are not questioning the things and um, just again, like I said earlier about Suki, you know, not questioning the intentions of Vampire Bill or Vampire Northman, then you are allowing these entities, these people, these things to come into your life. So, yes. Yeah. So that was one, one of the things that we learned in Arizona. And let's talk about something else. Okay. So we actually went to, uh, we took a trip to the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. We drove uh, about three and a half hours to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And... It was the most beautiful scenic view I had ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. It was. And and when I tell you the reason why, besides the beauty, is the massness, the, the, how big mm. this 
Grand Canyon was mm -hmm. made me feel so small. <laughs> and I realized... Some, Sometimes make your problems seem so small, too. Yes. And how large the earth is, yes. but yet how small we are as people. Ooh, yeah. We're just a speck mm -hmm. in this whole cosmos. And it's like... It, the beauty, it's, it was just unexplainable. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely recommend if you get a chance to go out there and just sit, which is what we did. We just sat on a rock, Nikki, together mm -hmm. and just enjoyed the scenic view and just took in uh, the environment. Yes, and the elevation um, oh, uh, <laughs> is the, the Grand Canyon. So we went to the South Rim. And at that elevation, it was, uh, it was I believe, over 7,300 feet above sea level. And so, we're coming from the Midwest, which is very flat. <laughs> Illinois and Indiana is flat. Um, so we're going from, like, even getting on the plane, right? You know, you're it's a slow climb. But people are actually, and, and I know that that's thousands of more feet than, um, than even the Grand Canyon or, you know, standing at that rock or the rocks of the Grand Canyon. But people are living in this elevation, you know, and, and, and it actually is different air. The air is thinner because yes. it's not polluted with all the gases that we are taking in. Ain't that something? <laughs> so driving up there, Nikki, we mm -hmm. kept seeing signs that said, uh, 3,000 elevation. Mm -hmm. Now you're at 4,000. Ears just a popping. Now you're at 5,000. Yeah. And you could, and you're in the middle of driving, our ears were, were popping. Mm -hmm. And that you felt the pressure mm -hmm. as you went higher. Mm -hmm. Now just think about that for a minute. Mm, as you go higher. As Ooh. you go higher, you're going to feel more pressure. Wow. But all of a sudden, the ears pop. Uh-huh. It just pops. Uh-huh. That means you broke through mm -hmm. that level mm -hmm. of elevation wow. in your life. Yeah. So whenever you do have pressure mm -hmm. in your life, know that there's going to be a popping. <laughs> and you're going to break through. A discomfort. And after that level, you know you're going to go on to the next mm -hmm. elevation. You adapt after a while. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you continue to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. If you continue to keep moving. That was another lesson we learned while we were driving to the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. All right, what what else, hon? Well, I, I don't know. Go you ahead. about to come up with one? No, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that, that's it for me. Okay, so, uh, well, I know you talk a lot about rocks mm -hmm. and crystals yeah. and energies mm -hmm. and, you know, even diamonds and, you know, these different rock formations that are... Uh, give off a certain type of energy. They tell, do. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, hmm. Yeah, so they have just, uh, again, with even a, me hearing to go to Sedona um, by way of Phoenix was to sit there, um, to sit there and be. And the reason why, um, particularly Arizona, and there's other places that's like this, but Sedona, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a minute, but particularly Arizona, Sedona, because when we did the hike on Soldier's Path, Pass, um, again, the elevation is already high, um, different parts of Arizona, whether it be the Grand Canyon at 7,000-something, Phoenix at over 1,000-something uh, um, altitude, and the NFC Sedona is over four. 4,300 
um, feet above sea level. Okay. So I was hearing that um, because the 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 spirit told me to go sit. Okay. With Mother Earth. Okay. And in a place that was not as polluted. Yes. And to sit within the rocks, cause like Dino said, the red the rocks are so. Deep red is so beautiful. Yes. Actually, it's called in Sedona. It's called Red Rock. Yes. Yeah. And to ground myself to connect with it, so I can feel the energy. So, if you know a Sedona, Sedona is one of the places on this earth that is known to have, um, or they say that it has vortexes, and they say that they have these um, vortexes, which is um, immense amount. Or, or immense amount is an immense amount of energy swirling energy um and it is said that they help um with healing and mm. besides even that just for me to ground which is something that we should practice more off, often right there is research out there and again google for yourself to to you know make sure what i'm saying is true if it resonates with you we are supposed to put our, our feet and connect to the earth, to the ground, to be rejuvenated and at the same time allow the earth to pour from us. So that's why crystals and rocks that have been in this original state, because mankind, you know, take stuff and then we, you know, put it in synthetic form. That's why where medication comes from, right? A lot of medication comes from a de derivative or something else, but we put our mix on it. It told me to come sit in the most natural state mm. and to remind me of my natural state of who I am. Oh, that was good. I like that. And it's funny because even in, in spas and aromatherapy, they put heated rocks on your back, mm -hmm. you know? So there's something deeper in the energy of rocks mm -hmm. and, and things, you know, that, that we don't really truly understand wholeheartedly, but... Mm -hmm. There is something there. There's a vibration. There's a thing there that you can feel mm -hmm. the essence of the rock. Mm -hmm. And even sitting there becoming one. I know they, they connect that with yoga or whatever, uh, where you be you become in union mm -hmm. with, you know, God or yes. the spirit or yourself. So, so you're becoming one with the rock, mm -hmm. with the environment, mm -hmm. with your husband, with all of us just sitting there and just... We were just meditating and enjoying one another mm -hmm. and enjoying our surrounding. Like, and look, not in no fancy form. And then again, how you decide to meditate, whatever. But just be. If anything, sometimes we just need to learn how to be. You know, that was nice, you know, that we could have a plan, you know, and someone tell us, yeah, go see this, see that. But sometimes you just need to sit. You need to sit in a different place. And we talk about this in another episode about separation and isolation and when that's needed, why that's needed. Sometimes you need to just sit. And then it was just so beautiful to sit so high, just like when we went to Hole in a Rock, and to see people in a different view and to just um, remember uh, of, again, like natural state just... This is what we supposed to be. And the rat works of our of our lives, we think everything is supposed to be, you know, these goals and these tasks that we choose to give ourselves. But are we remembering that we just supposed to sit still and be? Yes. And that was the greatest point of the trip for me was just sitting there with you and just being one and just 
absorbing everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward and, to going And, you know, back. When, when, when people say meditate, you know, a lot of people meditate with music and, you know, meditate with, with another person on TV or whatever. But I like to just sit in silence, absolute quietness, nothing, nothing. Nothing to distract me, not even music, not even a person talking, not even, you know, my. I, I even try to not even think about anything. I just try to just be, which is hard for us to do because psychologically we have so many memories and things that are just chattering up in our head, mm-hmm. you know, from things that we see with our eyes or that we hear with our ears. But just sit in silence mm-hmm. and listen. Listen to yourself. Listen to how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Listen to the voice of God. Listen to uh, just your your whole essence. Mm-hmm. That's what the goal was for us. And when I came back, Nikki, mm-hmm. I felt different. Me too. I felt more empowered. <sighs> I felt, I felt more Oof. just comfortable and confident in myself. Mm. Of like, because I'm learning new things all the time, Nikki, mm-hmm. and I really mean this, and I'm and, and, and I'm telling you because sometimes <laughs> I don't share what I'm, what's going through within me, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm at a higher state. No, you went an, to another level, elevation, elevation, <laughs> another state I'm of awareness y'all. and consciousness. Yes, and that's the goal. Yes, and like it says, even. From glory to glory, from faith to faith. Uh-huh. Constant steps of elevation. Yes. But in order to have the greater faith, you're going to have greater pressures. Yes. Like we just pressure. Talk- yeah. dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I love that song. So that's important. That's why it's important to go and have these uh, uh, experiences. Yes. You know, it, 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 it's one thing to create memories and all that stuff, but what are you learning in the process mm-hmm. of the trips. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are you seeing? Mm-hmm. What are you experiencing truly? What are you taking in What to are you, you learning? Mm. What what have you gotten from Ooh. this? So we've got a lot from our trip. Mm-hmm. And that's why we felt better when we came back. Yes, yes it was cold, but when we, we felt back. rejuvenated. Yeah. And that's what everyone needs to stop rejuvenate mm-hmm. get back yes we, we're supposed to do that daily yeah. and i know sometimes we um we say oh we gotta wait till friday we gotta wait till the weekend but we should be doing this every single day every single day you should be finding time um to sit still with yourself um, and that's what i'm saying not watching tv and no, sit still no that's not what i'm talking about no. That's why I, I, I mentioned this, to sit in silence mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. alone. To refresh. To refresh, mm-hmm. to recuperate, mm-hmm. to hear, to listen, not even talk. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times what we call prayer, you know, we we talk to the divine. Mm-hmm. We talk to God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes God just wants us to listen. Mm-hmm. He wants us to learn, mm-hmm. to shut your mouth, mm-hmm. and just listen. Mm-hmm. That's difficult for a lot of us. Yeah, so like even when we went when we when we were in Sedona, which is a beautiful yes. little town. Nice, beautiful town. Oh my god. It's and so we are going back because we did not walk uh 
the trail uh what's it called soldiers pass trail right. where it's so many different trails down there i mean yeah but the one that we attempted was right but it i mean it you know even grand canyon i mean we went up there for a short amount of time but um the takeaway it's what you take away because sometimes you could be so focused on the task and miss what you're you know you're getting from um you know just just the different lessons um yeah, they, they have many trails. It's so much to do. I mean, even a week probably wouldn't be enough. So, and that's fine. You know, that's just something to build upon. Again, like we talked about in the previous episode, you know, a plan. And sometimes we we get off track or the GPS takes us or, you know, off. But that does not mean you still cannot, you know, go for uh, the long plan. The long-term plan is to, like Dino said, go back into complete one of the passes but if anything i did what i was told to do yes i I was told to go to to arizona particularly sedona and sit still i've been hearing to go to the mountains for at least two to three years and And i and i did that Mm -hmm. superpowers yes talk like superpowers we got our superpowers babe yeah who are you team magneto or are you professor x well as you can see i was team magneto by the picture we posted on (laughs) the On our live live beyond yeah, page. Yeah, check out our page, guys. On our Instagram. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, we uh, you see me floating above mm-hmm, the mountains, mm-hmm. and Nikki pointing at me like mm-hmm. <laughs> he got his superpowers because yeah. everyone was talking about this Jupiter and Saturn yeah. thing that was that <gasps> that, that happened. Yeah, tell tell me a little bit about okay, that. Okay, so because I am a stargazer, I'm a stargazer. So again, because Arizona, even Phoenix is just a, is a city, you know, a ma- a major city in Arizona, but definitely not like a Chicago, or New York, or anything. So in the areas, it's more rural, right? Yeah. Where and and then you don't have skyscrapers; you yes. just have tall buildings. Right. <laughs> but that's okay. And so they have less, you know, since they have more space and they're high ev- elevation, they have better air. So and they um so it we were able to see the stars and on that day when Saturn and Jupiter aligned and please again Google research for yourself in your free time about this. This only happens you all every 400 years, but guess what? About every 800 years is when you are able to see it. So we were able to see I mean, planets that are light years away, Saturn and Jupiter come into the same with each other. And to really see it, we was walking back, we was at the resort, we was walking back to our room, and I look up, I'm like, because, you know, I heard about it for a while, and I was like, man, I ain't going to be able to see it. And I saw, I was like, wait a minute, you can literally see the the rings. Around the planet. Yes. That's wild. Without a telescope. That, yes, that was such a gift. Yeah, that, that was, was such a gift to just stare there and see it and be a part of because, of course, another 800 years, we're physically not going to be here. To be able to experience something that, you know, because they said, too, that many of the states were not going to be able to see it because of the weather. Right. But we were able to. We were grateful enough to see it. And everyone's making
making memes about we were going to get superpowers. Yeah. So if you look at our, our Instagram, you'll see that we got our superpowers. <laughs> and I was floating above the mountains. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. We're just going to, you have yeah. to see it when it's on the news. Right. No. <laughs> um, but we want to say thank you for joining us today. We mm-hmm. appreciate all of you. Uh, we recommend, if you can, to step into a new environment. Yes. And when you do, See what lessons you get out of it. Mm-hmm. See what the divine shows you and tell you about yourself. Yes. All right. Live See beyond. you on the next one. Have Live a good beyond. one.